Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Felton. Yes. Raymond Felton right back. Seconds. Felton for What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula. With me is Raymond Felton. Raymond, how are you doing? Good, good. Hey, you have a, you have a good Thanksgiving over there? I did, man. I had a great one. You know, had time. Spent time with the family. Got some good food. Can't complain. Watch some football. <laughs> great day to me. You kept, you watching any World Cup? Nah. Not really into it a little bit. Okay. I've been hearing a lot about it. You know, everybody talking about it on, on IG and just, you know, in the sports world. But it's not something I really got into, which I might need to because it seems it seems exciting. Yeah, we're in the uh, the, the elimination port- portion of the, co- the competition starts this weekend, I think. So, you know, USA Netherlands, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that should, be, that should be fun. And then it, it goes from there. But, yeah, it's winter go home from this point on. Um, but this isn't a World Cup podcast. It's Charlotte Hornets podcast, and uh, man, it's uh, the, the, t- the tough season continues for the Hornets. In this episode, we're going to talk about the news. The f- we've learned more about Gordon Hayward's injury. We talk about the Hornets' record and their upcoming schedule, and some positive, some positive stuff with Kai Jones. I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Kai Jones so far, and also congratulations, to Kemba Walker. We'll talk about Kemba Walker. Right after this break, the NBA season is rolling on, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events whether that's football basketball hockey mma tennis boxing even golf head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit make sure to use the promo code believe b l e a v believe to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts all right man let's start with kemba hornets Icon Hornets legend, he signed with the Dallas Mavericks. What do you think? You have you you cover the Mavericks, right, for Valley Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of the I signing? Li- and yeah, I like it. You know, long as my long as my bro can stay, you know, stay healthy. You know, I mean, I've been told people when he was in New York, Kim still got it. He just got to be put in the right situation. And I think with Jay Kidd, you know, and his system. Coming off that bench behind Luca, you know, he can get back to being himself and, you know, be in some major games, being in being in the end of the game with Luca. Because one thing, one thing is missing is is what Jalen Brunson bought bought to the team last year, you know, and that was shot making, you know, you know, shot making off the dribble, just somebody else who can create and get their own shots, somebody else who can create and get others easy shots like Luca can, that's what's missing on the team outside of, you know, really Luca and um, Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, everybody else is more of a catch and shoot, you know, catch the ball and drive and get to the basket off the pass. 
you know, but those those two guys, Spencer and um, Luca, the two guys who can actually create their own shot. You bring in a guy like Kimber, who, who we all know definitely can do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if, he, if my bro is healthy, you know, after talking to him yesterday, he feels good. You know what I'm saying? He's he's healthy right now, and um, he's just excited and happy, you know, for this new opportunity. So um, I look forward to, you know, getting a chance to watch him play live and, you know, on TV while I'm working. So it's going to be fun. Uh, did he say anything why, about like why he chose Dallas? Um, no, we didn't really get into detail. Mm. You know, it was just kind of like a quick conversation, you know. You know, I live here now, bro, if you need anything, call me. You know, I know this area pretty well because I played here before too. So <clears throat> just really just congratulating him, you know what I'm saying, because I hate to see a guy, you know, his caliber, his talent, you know, sitting at the house, mm-hmm. not doing nothing. So it was just happy really just to see him, him being a friend, just happy to see him you know, get with the team and it just happened to be in the same city that I live. So, you know, that was, you know, that was extra, that was extra exciting. So, you know, it really was a quick conversation. Okay. No, I think it's really cool. And, you know, there was uh, I know a lot of Hornets fans would want to see him back in Charlotte. Uh, but in all honesty, Charlotte, you know, Charlotte's not making the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Dallas have a chance to do something this year. So yeah. and Kemba has, has plenty left in the tank. So it makes sense for him to be in a place where he can compete for a potentially compete for a title. Right. So yeah. Um, 100%. yeah. And so, yeah, congratulations to Kemba. Like I'm, I'm excited that Maverick Luca's, I don't know, top three player for me, like one of my top three favorite players to watch easily mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. having another ball handler there, I think it'll be really key for him just because his use is rich. Is just, he has the ball all the time. So sharing, sharing the rock, <laughs> I think it'll be good for everybody um, involved down there. <laughs> so, the Hornets right now six and fifteen uh, at the moment. They're thirteenth in the East. If the season ended today, the Hornets would have the fifth best odds at getting the number one overall pick. Um, it's Detroit, Orlando, Houston, San Antonio, and Charlotte. Just for those keeping track at home who really want Wembenyama, myself included. It's tough, man. Hornets last played um, a couple nights ago. We're recording this. What's today? It's the Thursday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday right now, uh, December first. Mm-hmm. So Hornets last played on Monday. They play again tomorrow night against uh, the Wizards. Um, it's a five day break between these games, and that Boston game was a was a pretty tough one. You know, the Hornets are coming off a two game win, two game winning streak. They beat up a a short a short handed uh, Philadelphia team. They beat Minnesota. They lose to Boston at Boston uh, by like uh, thirty five points or something like that. But that again, the injuries, right? Terry Rozier was sick that game. Having five days off is pretty nice. <laughs> I can only imagine how nice this is uh, with some of the injury issues this, this team has, has been uh, dealing with. Um, but part of me wonders after a, a loss like that, how eager are you? How eager are you to play? Like, do you wish you had a, like, I'm asking you now, like, do you wish you had a game the next day to kind of like get right back at it? Um, or does like does a loss like that hang over your head uh, during that break, or you just kind of shrug it off and and look on to the next one? Well, you look at it. <clears throat> you look at it two different ways. You can say, "Look, we need some time off. We need to get home, get some rest, regroup, watch film, get in the gym, you know, get a good practice in, and get back on that court." Or you can say, "Look, I want to play a game right away so I can get this bad taste out of my mouth, and you know, try to." 
try to make up for what the bad the bad game we just had. So you can look at it two different ways. You can have a game real fast, or you can say, look, we need a day, you know, clear our minds, you know, get some rest, come back in the next day after that, you know, get a good practice in, get a good film session in, look at our mistakes, you know, and just, you know, kind of approach it like that. So it depends, you know, what you which which one you looking for. Me, it's kind of hard to say. Depends on how the schedule is going. If it's a tough schedule, we've got a few games coming up, or we just came off a few games, you know, in either one of those situations, you're like, okay, let's go home, get some rest. Bad loss, let's get some rest. You hate to watch it, but let's watch it. Watch the mistakes in that game, things that we could have did better. Let's go out on the court, have us a, a great, you know, good practice, you know, go over some things. Go live, had a good, have a good competitive practice. You know, guys get some extra work in after practice, even before practice, and then try to come out the next game and have a better one. You know, and a you know more competitive game because you come off a bad game, man. It's like it, it could be it it could be something that could trickle into more games, or it could be something that you can get rid of real fast. So you know, it's all about you know what the what the players put into it and how how their mental is. Yeah, and just for context, like against the Boston Celtics, the Hornets were without Terry Rozier, without Lamella Ball, without Gordon Hayward, without Cody Martin, without Dennis Smith Jr. Like, <laughs> what I mean, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot of names right there that are off the list. I'm just saying, it's hard to win games with all those guys out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no offense to the guys who are playing, you know, but it's it's hard to win games when you got all of those guys out. You know, I've seen games where. Some of those guys are out, and you still might have about two, maybe three of them out, but you still got two horses out there, and they've pulled out some games. They've won some games. They've surprised, like, some some teams, you know what I'm saying, and still beat them. So, you know, when you're missing all of them, <laughs> it's tough. And you're going into Boston, who's arguably the best team in the NBA right now. Right, yeah. Like, you know, exactly. yeah, you know, that's, that's tough. And so, they're building, too. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um <laughs> And so Gordon Hayward, uh, so with him, he played the first eight games of the year. I thought he had a really nice start to the year. The team was was playing well. They weren't winning a lot of games, but they were playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was enjoying watching this Hornets team play a lot to start the season. And then uh, he went, he goes down with the with the sh- left shoulder injury, calling it a contusion, misses eight games, comes back, uh, plays two or three, and re-injures uh, his shoulder. And... It's looking like a fracture now, um, mm. and it's that it's that word indefinitely out. Well, no one knows, right? Um, but when you hear that, that's the definition of the word. So, uh, Gordon Hayward on the indefinite list. You know, Lamelo Ball got put back basically on the indefinite list. Uh, Terry, I mentioned earlier, he was out with the illness. He should be fine by the time things get back. Cody Martin will probably be out for another month or so. Um, and then Dennis Smith Jr. is kind of like day to day, but um, man, it's the third year for Gordon in Charlotte. Not surprised, you know. We've been this is the third time we've been through this as Hornets fans uh, without Haywood for an extended period of time. I don't know, man. It's, it's really brutal. It's really, 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 really brutal. Um, I feel for him, uh, but like, I don't know. Three years, three major injuries, or three serious injuries at least at this point. You know, uh, what, what goes through your mind when you hear that? Just bad luck for a guy, man. 
Can't blame nobody. Can't blame the medical staff. Can't blame the trainers. It's just bad luck. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what else to say. You know, they trying to do whatever they can to try to get you better, get you on the court. You know, a lot of guys try to play through little small things like that, and that's what happens. You know, he came back, probably not a hundred percent, but you know, feeling better. You know, said so let me give it a try. Came out, went from a contusion to a fracture. You know, and that's what happens. You know, I get it. You want to play because the first two years you haven't been playing. You've been a guy that's been injured. So, you know, you don't want to continue to have that stigma over your head. So you're like, all right, let me get out here on this court. Let me fight through this. And then you fight through something and you end up making it worse. And, you know, we we all guilty of that, of trying to play through something, you know. And sometimes it can make it worse. Sometimes you can play through it and it and it's and it's better. But, you know, he's just he just has had a bad break since he's been there. You know, I've always been a, a fan of Gordon Hayward, especially when his Utah days. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, how tough how tough he is, you know, shot making, you know, crew, ball, I mean, creating shots and just, you know, playing on both ends. You know, he was he was a guy that was tough when he went down to Utah. But ever since that, it's kind of been injury prone. You know, ever since that bad injury he had, it's kind of been like just – Injury on injury on injury, and they always say they say once you go up under that knife, they say it's not it's not good after that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard guys say that. You know, they say once you go up under that knife, it's like consistently problems. And if you think about the guys who come back off injuries, you know they look good for a while, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden that something else breaks down. You know, yeah. saying because they're compensating for, you know, the injury that they had, so they don't want to put as much pressure or do the things that they normally do on it. So now you put too much pressure on this other leg. Now you get a knee issue. Now you get an ankle issue. Now you just – anything's happened. You know, I've seen guys tear ACL in one leg and Achilles in the other foot, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's it's like, man, they they always say that, you know, you go up under that knife, it's, it's an issue. So, uh, I don't know. It's frustrating for Gordon. I know it is. I uh, wish he can get back soon. I wish all those guys get back soon just so we can see, you know, how good this team can really be, what the future holds or what it doesn't hold, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> it's just it's that simple, but you never can tell, you know. And another topic I want to talk about, we don't got to talk about it right now, but I want to talk about what I've been hearing and lingering about, you know, the guy that I say I think should deserve a second chance. Oh, uh, Bridges? Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. So the Hornets have our open roster spot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing nothing with it, as far as I can tell. You know, there's some rumors about, you know, other teams trying um, to get them, trying yeah. to get them, which out, le- legit, every team in the league should be trying to get them. Like, it didn't seem like a story to me because, like, every team should be monitoring the situation because Bridges. Um, was looking like a like a like a like a borderline all star last year, and the way yeah. he got better every year, you can mm-hmm. kind of project his career at being an all star in the mm-hmm. not too distant future, right? So, mm-hmm. and he's like 24, 25 years old, something like that. Yeah, so very young. So, yeah, what do you, what are your thoughts on Bridges, man? Because like whether it's in Charlotte or someplace else, I've said it before. I think you know we make mistakes. You know, who are we to judge somebody and just say their career is over and this and that, you know, I think he 
I hope he understands that you know what he what he did was wrong. It was a big, big, big mistake, and um, he should never do that again. And that you know, give this man a chance to you know do something he loved to do, do something that can help him uh, provide for his family for the rest of his life. So um, and he's good. He's really good. I would like to see him in Charlotte, you know, but, you know, sometimes when things happen, when you're with a team, you know, they kind of want to part ways with you. I hope they don't just because the relationship that him and LaMelo and those younger guys had, you know, I would love yeah. to see them bring that back. But if you don't, I know there's a lot of teams out there that would love to have him, like yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, you know, hey. We'll see what's happening. I've been hearing some things lingering, you know, that he's working out and, you know, teams is looking at him. They're looking at, you know, maybe going after him. So we're going to see. I hope Charlotte don't lose him because I know they still got the – they got the chance to uh, match it, say, right? Yeah. Somebody yeah, so offer him. He's basically so. a restricted free agent right now. And mm -hmm. you can only, you know, bring him in or do a sign-and-trade if you're the, the other – like if the other team has cap space, which is only like – the Pacers and like some other team, right? So, Pacers, if uh, Pacers could really use him yeah. at the four spot, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll see, we'll see, but yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, Bridges, uh, he's not gonna lose his career over that stuff. Um, you know, he's he's too young and too good not to get a second chance, and he deserves, he deserves a second chance, yeah. um, especially now that the the the, the legal side of it. Like he's, it's it's not done because he's still like like paying for it basically, right? With the, with all the stipulations that mm -hmm. they agree to. But with that stuff, that that chapter closed. They're in the mm -hmm. next phase, and mm -hmm. you know, yeah, let's get him back on the court now. You yeah, know what I'm saying, like, you know, by all means, that's not what me, me and Sam is saying. That what he did is, is is correct. Is okay. You know, being a person who has a daughter, being a person who got sisters and a mama, like, obviously, you know, I don't condone that that type of stuff. A man, you know, being physical with a woman, you know, in that in that manner. So, you know, by all means, that's not okay. But what I'm saying out of my mouth is that everybody deserves a second chance. You know, this guy, this kid is young. He's talented. He made a big mistake. You know, he, you know, went through the courts, went through the embarrassment. He went through a whole lot of stuff, you know, and I think that, you know, he should, you know, get a second chance to go play some basketball. You know, that's it. That's all. That's all we're saying here. And he hasn't said anything. We haven't heard from him at all. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't like I want to hear what he has to say, because, you know, like, sometimes, sometimes man, it's best to just be quiet, you know. Apologize for what you did. That's what I mean. Yeah, you know, like, but yeah. really, but but really, don't don't go into details with it. Yeah, exactly. you know, because you can get something started and you can get you know a person can get emotion in the middle of a conversation and end up saying the wrong thing, and then you know some things are just meant to talk about amongst families, you know, and get it off your chest and then trying to let it go. Because I get, I, I I know the kid is hurting. I know the kid is you know, feeling a lot, you know, being a kid that was finna sign for a hundred something million dollars, you know, within a matter of a day that was taken that was taken away, you know, off a very bad decision. And, you know, just to, you know, go through the things, you know, that 
you know, social media brings behind that, you know, just everybody talking, everybody saying this, everybody calling you this, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot to your mental, you know. So I just, my advice is be quiet, say your piece, you know, apologize for your mistakes. Don't even go into no details about what happened, how you feel about it. Just, you know, apologize about your your wrongdoing in the situation and let it be that and get back on that court, play some basketball, young fella. I, I would love to see you. I know Charlotte miss you. I know the game misses you because you was an exciting player last year. You know, very exciting. Very exciting player. That's being missed this year. So, you know, hopefully he gets back out there soon. Somebody needs to go sign this kid. And the, there's also the league side where I, I assume as soon as he, whenever he signs, he'll be suspended to serve out a suspension. So it's like a matter mm-hmm. of how, when is that, when does he sign? How long the suspension is? And if it's, Make for him if it make in his agency if it makes more sense to sit out the year, and then be an unrestricted excuse me yeah being an unrestricted free agent next year, um could be more advantageous for for him and his camp too. So that, I think that's just another variable kind of floating out there. Um, but, I think if you can go ahead and get with somebody and get the suspensions out the way, yeah, you know what I'm saying get those games because he's probably gonna get at least twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially especially the way contracts are going now, like yeah, the, like twenty million is going to seem like ten million in a couple of years. Like mm-hmm. the, the whole scale is going to be is going to get getting nuts, um, in a good way. Like these players deserve it. Don't get me wrong. Um, okay, so Kai Jones, right? I want to talk mm-hmm. about him because this guy was someone myself and a lot of Hornets fans were just dying to see play. He was a 19th pick in the draft. The Hornets traded back into the first round last year to to, to get him. Um, thankfully, that pick they traded is is lottery protected. So, you know, for 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 Wembenyama reasons, it's cool. But Kai Jones is getting some extended run right now. Very, like for the first time in his career, getting uh, non garbage time minutes on a regular basis. Uh, last five games, 14 minutes per game. So seven minutes, eight minutes, seven minutes, 27, and then 21 minutes. Um, last time out against the Boston Celtics. He's been benefiting, for lack of a better term, with all these injuries, uh, getting some extended run. Uh, JT Thor, Mark Williams got sent to Greensboro. So look, it's looking like Kai Jones is going to get – everyone's going to get a real clear look at what he can offer and what he can bring because looking at him coming into the league, incredible athlete, right? Mm-hmm. Like, an, and like an insane rim runner, uh, big-time rim protector potential. He just hasn't been playing basketball very long. He's one of these guys mm-hmm. that didn't start playing basketball until he was like 15, 14, 15 years old, basically, right? And so the basketball IQ isn't always there. And it's not, you're not going to get it. You're not going to improve unless you're playing, right? And it's only, it's only going to improve faster with the better players you're playing in like real situations. So mm-hmm. what do you make of this, this period in his career? Like how important is this run for him? Uh, for a guy like this, who is a first-round draft pick, who didn't play at all, like barely played last year, didn't play at all until like a few weeks ago, and now he's this is his chance to shine. I think with him and the team that he's on, be that be that energy guy, be that athletic, wow, guy that 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 the fans love. You know, come out and play hard defensively, play hard offensively. You know, 
he basically had to know his role and be an energy guy to get those minutes, to keep those minutes, to make sure that, you know, he stay on that court. You know, you can't worry about coming out there trying to score all these points. You've got scores on your team. you got those roles filled. So come out there and be that energy guy. Come out there and be this athletic guy that the fans love, your teammates love to throw you lobs. You get everybody going. You play hard. You go block shots off the rim. And then, you know, once you establish yourself like that and you know you got extended playing time, now you can get in the gym and work on the other things, like work on your ball handling, work on, you know, your jump shot mainly. Because if you're an athletic guy and you can knock down threes and you can be a, a good defender, you know, just as athletic as he is and long as he is, like he can be a great defender. So, you know, just be one of those guys who who make their money like that. A lot of guys be thinking, oh, I got to go score 30. I got to go score 20 something a night, you know, to get my money. And it's like, no, you don't. You can be a, a, a great role player and make some great money nowadays, like really great money. So, mm-hmm. you know, just take advantage of this opportunity for real. Like, you know, they're giving you a shot. You know, now it's all about what he do with it. You know, do what you do best. Do that at a high level. And if that's Jumping and dunking over people and getting the crowd going, you know, being this athletic, you know, slasher, then that's what that's what he needs to do at a very high level. And he he has like the perfect attitude about it. He like he okay when when I first heard him speak when the Hornets drafted him, he sounded like it was, like if as if it was a Disney movie where like a ten year old kid becomes an NBA player. Like he had mm-hmm. that like like childish like in a good way like. Um, mm-hmm. outlook on things like he was so happy and like so eager to get involved to be in the NBA to to put the work in and it's great to see it play out because even when you know when the season started he's on the bench he's like he was always engaged like first guy standing up like one of these like the prototypical like bench energy guy like guys you know he wasn't waving a towel or anything like that but you know what I mean like those type of dudes on the bench who were just like whenever he got his chance to go get in he was like like, the, like the old Brooklyn Nets yeah 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 <laughs> so uh getting this run for him is really cool to see and you know him and book Knight still a lot of questions about them from like they're from the same draft class and so you know in my opinion the Hornets need it the Hornets goal for this season is to figure out what they have in these guys because winning games isn't it's not on the it's not in the cards for the for this franchise right now, but figuring out what these guys are, I think, is important because like, are they building pieces or not? And I think they can be, but we don't know for sure because the sample size is so small. So hopefully, the the run for the for Kai Jones continues. And if he, yeah, I don't view his, view him as a guy who get, who's getting frustrated by his playtime, but um, if he does, he can look to Jalen McDaniels and look to Cody Martin, guys who've been through it. They weren't first round picks like he was, but they've been back and forth between Charlotte and Greensboro. Um, they've wait. They've 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 bought their their they bought their time. You know, what I mean, and mm-hmm. it, it eventually worked out for them. So him, same similarly with Mark Jones, or excuse me, not Mark Jones, Mark Williams, um, in a very similar situation, right? He's mm-hmm. where Kai Jones was last year, and so these guys, these young kids coming into Charlotte, the fan base wants to see these guys play. Like, oh my God, we got these young bigs, but we're not playing them. It's okay. It'll come. It'll be all right. Um, just gotta wait wait for that right moment. But I am excited to see what this team looks like uh, in the future. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the short term, I have no idea what to expect from this team. <laughs> so they play again tomorrow night uh, against the Wizards, um, a team that's playing very well. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, where, did, where are they right now? Where are they right now? Yeah, they're, they're ninth 
in the uh, in the East, five and five last ten games. Kuzma and, and Porzingis, I think, are having like really nice years. Um, mm-hmm. So that's gonna be a tough one. There's no, I don't, I don't think there are any like easy games for this Hornets team coming up. They got Wizards, they got the Bucks, they got the Clippers at in here in Charlotte. They go to Brooklyn, then they're hosting the Knicks, um, and then I, I guess maybe like hopefully they can rack up some wins before they go on the West Coast at the end of the month, um, which has always like historically been a, t- a tough trip for the Hornets. You know, just doing all the California teams in the same run. Um, I think they went over last year with the with the West Coast. So if they can get some wins now, just kind of in the bank and make up for some L's in the future. But who knows, man? Who knows? If I knew, I'd be a millionaire. No? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, Raymond, I appreciate your your time as always. My man. Everyone out there, thank you so much for listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. See you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.